Hey, hey. Hey, hey, everyone. Shuffling my things around, pretending to be important. Singing, kind of. <laughs> Guys, welcome to... Uh, what is this? What is this right now? Right now, technically, we are in between podcasts, which is, I'm sure, everyone's favorite thing. But if you're listening, I appreciate it. I'm your Jack. I'm your Jack. I'm your host, who happens to be named Jack. Jack Snodgrass. How you doing, everybody? Uh, this podcast right now, the one you clicked on, is called Gambling for Shoes. Um, but that's not what it's about to be. That is not. It's changing to something called the Snodcast. We've got art coming. I've. I have. We. I got a guy working on it. We've had multiple drafts. It's coming. I've talked to the podcast network. Everything's about to switch over. I'll let you. I'll give you. I'll. I'll let you know when it's time to make a change or something. Right now, but basically, right now, it's gambling for shoes. There will be no gambling because the NFL season's over. There won't even be shoes, but there will be me. So that's like part of it, the legacy of the podcast. But now I'm honestly just trying to get uh, into a habit of uh, recording these every single Monday. Today is Monday, February 27th. One day left in the month. Did you do everything you said you was going to do? Huh? Did you accomplish it all? Did you go to the dry cleaners? <laughs> yeah, man. So thanks for listening. Tonight, this is going to be a quick one. Uh, in the future, this is going to be kind of a stand-up centric podcast. Um, so I always feel like I have to give context. So I, the people who listen to it are like, dude, we get it. We get it, bro. You do stand-up comedy. Cool. <laughs> I do stand-up comedy in Chicago, Illinois, and uh, I'm gonna be. I've been posting clips of uh, just sound clips of of my stand-up after each episode. Which I'm not doing today. I'm sorry. I, it's not that I don't want to. I have plenty. I just didn't get around to it. And I thought it was more important that I actually sat down and talked into the microphone alone like a crazy person. That That, that is what this podcast is going to be. It's going to be very raw. If you ever listen to like the Bill Burr podcast, that's what this is, is going to be like. More or less. Because do you really need theme music? Like, realistically, do you really need to do, 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 do podcast time with Jack? Pow, 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 pow. And here's your host, everybody. It's Jack Snodgrass. I come in with the soundboard. Pow, 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 pow. Guys, COVID's back. What are we going to do? I don't know if any podcast actually goes like that, but I'm like, I kind of like the rawness of just picking up the microphone and just being like, yeah, it's fucking Monday. And I told you assholes I was going to do this, so here we are. <laughs> no, I think it'll be fun because I'm just trying to create a podcast that uh, that I can do regularly, you know? And me just picking up the mic and yakking, that's that's easy. There's shit that we're gonna, I'm going to talk about shit. But basically, if you listen to the podcast, you're going to be like, dude, that guy is okay. Like... Sometimes he talks about nothing, and I'm like, why am I listening to this? But then you'll kind of like, I'm like a, I'm like a live audiobook. You listen to an audiobook, you can kind of like tune out for like six or seven miles while you're driving, and you kind of like get the point. And but then every now and then the book is like, and then she slipped her panties off and stuffed them down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, hey, this book is awesome. Maybe that's what this podcast is about to be. Me reading romance novels. 
which I've never done, and I don't think I will do. Right? It's just not our era. Like, I'm a man. I'm 35. I grew up with the internet and everything that comes with that. Why would I read a romance novel? Girls do. And that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny that girls can just, like, be on a park bench reading a romance novel. But if I was watching Bang Bus on that same park bench, all of a sudden, I'm the freak. But she may be even closer to orgasming. <laughs> orgasming. She may be closer to coming than me, bro. And I'm just sitting here, I'm minding my own business. <laughs> yeah. I, if I was writing a romance novel, like, I would never finish it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would never... Like, okay, so they slide into the bedroom... They're drinking wine. Oh, how glorious it is to be in love. Their touch feels nice. He's warm. She's warm. Here comes the kisses. And then it's boner time. It's like, I feel like at some point I would go stop and just jack off. Right? <laughs> you would just reach that point. It's really like, man, I can't. I'm getting myself worked up over here. <laughs> uh... Hell yeah! So I'll cross that off my vision board. I don't think I'll, I don't think I got what it takes to be a a romance novel writer. But if you read them, I'm not look. I'm not judging you if that's your thing because I'm sure there's something more to them. But uh, I don't know. There there there's a weird there's a weird standard, okay? Because I'm I guess uh, porn would be like more explicit, obviously. But if it's all if it's muted. Because if a kid looks over your shoulder and you're watching Bang Bros. I'm not done with this subject. I was like, there's more here. <laughs> if a kid looks over your shoulder while you're looking at Bang Bros. Obviously, that's going to impact him. But if your kid can read. And is looking over a woman's shoulder in a plane. And he's like reading paragraphs. And he's like, and then he squirted his hot man lava. All over her hands. <laughs> He would read that and be like, hey, mom, what was that? Like, that could be just as invasive to a kid's brain if he knows how to read. Anyway, I'm glad we covered that. <laughs> uh, one thing I, I was going to talk about, I was like, do I want to talk about, like, the news? Things that happen? Because anyone who's listened to, who's been listening to this podcast knows every now and then I'll get hot about COVID. But, I, you know, those days are long gone. I hope. Uh but it's kind of funny that that's in the history of this podcast. I'd be like, yeah, so I like the Browns to win by seven. And also, COVID is bullshit. <laughs> um, I, well, I, the news sometimes interests me because I'm like, I feel like it's like the show we're all watching. You know, everyone's like, yo, you need to watch. You need to watch uh, fucking Breaking Bad. That's how out of touch I am. That's the first show I can reference. <laughs> you need to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> but all the shows that everyone watches on Netflix or whatever, that's like uh that's what you that's like the optional thing. But then the like the the show that plays through the news and the politics and all that, that whole cycle, that's the real show. <laughs> In my opinion. 
I think some, there's something vaguely interesting, like not vaguely interesting. I don't know what that means, but I there I I'm attracted to like these like the geopolitical struggle for power. That's in, that's interesting to me. Because that's kind of how the world was built. Is basically the powers that be struggling to gain more something, more land, more oil, more money, more whatever, more, 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 and they're constantly manipulating through every facet of our society to basically get them to the end of their game, whatever that is. And I think that's interesting because we, in a way, we're all kind of pawns. I mean, we have some autonomy, but ultimately, you know, if these countries want to blow each other up, like that's, (laughs) there's not a whole lot we can do about it. So, because our, our really, our reference point is the TV show that they play for us on the news and whatever. It's fucking wild. And I, I, in college, I studied political science. I thought I was going to go to law school. Thank God. Thank God. I don't think I would have been an attorney. Like, I don't think I could have made it. I feel like I'm too, uh, I run a little too hot. You know, if I was like losing the case. <laughs> and the judge was like, we're going to rule against you. Your guy is guilty. I'd be like, well, what are you, fucking gay, judge? <laughs> you know, on my team, dude? Is the jury gay? No. And this is kind of political. I do feel like gay, and I'm going to say another word that makes people cringe, all right? So, if you're driving, put your foot on the brake. I do feel, now that we're talking about politic- politics, and I do do stand-up comedy... I do feel like the words gay and retarded are back. I think they're back. I don't necessarily use them on stage. I have. But it's not, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like they've been like dusted back off and everyone's playing with them again. It's like, oh, an old toy. (laughs) Watching stand-up comedy, that's kind of what it's like right now. Because there was a, a very wokey vibe, I thought. Like when I first started comedy in 2018, I feel like the years like 2016 to 2021, the wokeness and the political correctness and the watching what you said and the word police, they were all keenly watching everyone, looking to get somebody in trouble. And so you couldn't really say gay or retard on stage. <laughs> Just tossing it around. Um, I don't mean to offend if you're offended. I really don't. This is just we're just we're just exploring a conversation here. But so no one really said it on stage, but they do now, and it's probably not a good look because it is kind of cheap, but it can be funny. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love it. You got a gay retard joke? Fucking lay it on me, brother. <laughs> So I don't know if it's, it's in, I could see it becoming hacky in the same way that being woke on stage was hacky. Hacky being like something that a lot of people are doing. It's not unoriginal. Because if, when I first started comedy, it was very fashionable to get on stage and just be as liberal as possible. And that obviously was not funny at all. And it's, it won't be funny as all when someone is going to go up there and be like, and talk about, and just use gay or retard or, or just like basically, hmm. What? Not inflammatory language, but it's like it's like a little too provocative. I think. I don't know. It can be fun. 
But you, de- I don't know if you want it to be part of your act. Like, you don't want to be doing it every night. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But I think it's definitely... Five years ago, it could not be done. Now, it's, like, cool to do. It's weird. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, so, we're 12 minutes in. Do we wrap up? No, no, no. I think... Uh, there was one other thing I was going to talk about because I was like, let's talk politics. Why not? Hey, baby. Hmm. The only thing that caught... So this is Monday the 27th, 2023. The only thing that kind of caught my eye as I was like, well, this is kind of an interesting headline. So I don't know a lot about this. Okay, so if you're going to get mad, go get mad somewhere else. Because I don't know the specifics. I'm just kind of, this is like the 10,000 foot view. I'm not really picking a side here. But this jumped out at me as an interesting piece of something that is happening in America right now. So, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, just took over. We were just talking about, <laughs> about romance novels and how I would be a bad one. And there was bang bros. And there was, a, there was an explicit jizz portion of this and now i'm like you know ron desantis <laughs> it's all right man i, I got i got range <laughs> desantis takes over the disney district punishing the company i'm reading this is yahoo news this is yahoo news desantis takes over the disney district punishing the company first sentence this better be good. If you write on the internet, I used to do it. Your first sentence has to be good or else uh, you, you don't work there anymore like me. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed a bill that gives him control of Walt Disney World's self-governing district, punishing the company over its opposition over the don't say gay law. Dude. They're even writing in their bills now, dude. <laughs> you could say it on stage. You can be like, and then the 17th Amendment to the Constitution is... Don't you fucking say gay. Or don't you even be gay. <laughs> it's actually, it's in the titles of bills. Did they write that down? That's God. What a world. Um, <laughs> the bill requires DeSantis, a Republican, to appoint fi- a five-member board to oversee the government services that Disney that the Disney District provides in its sprawling theme park properties in Florida. So, from what I understand, Disney basically works... It is almost like the fucking Vatican Church. It's almost like its own country within Florida. It's some deal that got worked out in like the 50s whenever they moved there from California or something. I think this is how it goes. This is not a quotable podcast, alright? Just, you know, use me in reference. But don't... don't I'm not... Don't put me in your fucking papers. There's no MLA format. Uh, but they're basically the Vatican, they... In bringing so much business to Florida, Florida gave them, I think, a lot of just breaks from taxes. They're kind of, they do kind of operate like a, a, they're exempt from paying a lot of money. They get to like have their own zoning laws or something like that. So they have like a lot of autonomy. And now that they have what? I don't know. I don't know what the middle. I, would people on the left agree that Disney has swung left? And is putting out stuff that they want to see. Because I think people on the right feel that Disney is has pushed, has swung too far left. 
But like, is the left willing to acknowledge that? They're like, what do you mean? This is normal. So I don't know my reference point on like what Disney has done to go left. And like, so they made Little Mermaid black. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, there's there, there, there were so many jokes about the Little Mermaid being black. That, that like made the rounds. I don't really have any. I mean, there's easy ones to be had. Um, but I'm like, I, that's not that really that big of a deal to me. Like, because if you're on the other side, it's like, why? What's the big deal? Who cares? It's just a fucking movie. <laughs> you know? Ursula's purple. Right? If she was green, would anyone give a fuck? <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> next topic <laughs> nailed it <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny um, I forget what else I, I think they put more like gay dudes and trans people in Star Wars or whatever but in a way that's kind of like that world anyway it's like they have fucking aliens but they can't have trans people <laughs> that's funny yeah this person has an octopus for a face but uh, this dude that uh, has a dick but wants everyone to think it's a pussy that is that is absurd. That could never happen. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Those are the examples that, that I, the only ones that I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, so, has I, I do feel like Disney has made some interesting choices. Like, I think that they have made a conscious decision to go left. and Because they do impact culture. You can't deny that. You can't deny that their movies impact generations of kids. Because they all go see them. It's guaranteed money. Like, my buddy just got back from Disney World. And he said he spent $6,000. He has two kids and a wife. $6,000? What? $6,000? Does that come with a night with all the princesses? For six... It's like... Yeah, Jasmine, Beauty, Pocahontas. They all get to stay in my room for six grand, baby. The Beast? The Beast comes in? Oh. Worth the extra $1,500. Let the Beast come in. Fucking... (laughs) But Disney's such a big part of American culture that they can swing things. So I think... That's the interesting part of this conversation is that it's not Disney's like what 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 we're just we're just making movies that's all we're doing and Ron DeSantis is like yeah but you're making a ton of money and you're kind of putting shit out that goes against how this state is being governed right now and you can either listen to me or I'm going to revoke your Vatican privileges and he revoked their Vatican privileges so I don't know it would be funny to see if like 20 years from now, Disneyland is just like a big, like, homeless camp. <laughs> you know, like, if DeSantis puts the clamps on him so hard, or Disney makes too many movies, that people are like, whoa, that was, like, <laughs> whatever Whatever happened to just fish? You know, fish trying to get home. <laughs> Old Nemo, whatever happened to that? Was that even a Disney movie? But if they're trying to make statements, they could maybe put themselves out of business by trying to execute some agenda. I don't know. 
But that combined with DeSantis putting them in a headlock, anything is possible. Like there's a world where Disney doesn't exist anymore, and then all the homeless people in the world go live on a Space Mountain. <laughs> Uh, damn. All right, guys, we're 20 minutes in. I've laughed a couple times. I hope you did too. That's what this podcast is going to be, man. I'm just going to be kicking the ball down the road. And if you fuck with it, then that's awesome. Sincerely. I appreciate you listening. If not, hey, whatever. Thanks for trying. Uh, so stand-up comedy, real quick. I don't have a clip today. I'm sorry. I will have one next week. It's just... Sometimes, even though I'm, I, so I'm married, we have a dog, no kids, my job's pretty chill, I have a lot of free time in my day, I'm like, where does it all go? Anyway, so I, did, I didn't get around to doing that, because I try to put some thought into what I share with you guys, but I, I will continue to do that, you have my word. And the Snodcast is coming, just not exactly sure when, I'm going to iron that out, but I would say, I would say April for sure, but for now, just keep listening to Gambling for Shoes, and the transition will happen, but, uh. So comedy dates this weekend. I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee at uh, a little coffee shop. Oh, this weekend, Saturday, March the 4th. Headlining, huh? Oh, whoops. <laughs> Headlining, which is, that's kind of a newer thing for me. It's like a, it's like a new thing in the progression. So it, it just, uh. I'm not Kevin Hart or anything like that, but I, I'm at least going up. You know what I'm saying? It's at Land of a Thousand Hills Coffee. All right. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. I think you can pay, get tickets at the door. So just do that. 7113 Charlotte Pike, Nashville, Tennessee. Check it out. Land of a Thousand Hills Coffee. 8 o'clock. Me, Funny Man Mison, Comedian Belly Button, Amber Autry, Paul Snyder, and me. I have a lot of people coming out for this, like from my hometown, which is going to be weird. I've never really done a show in front of like hometown people, but uh, <laughs> uh, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a really good time to just like be on stage because I'm doing 45 minutes. That's sick. That's that's very cool. As a young comic, that's all you want, dude. I remember when I was like, dude, if I could just do 10 minutes, if I could just have a 10 minute show, though. <laughs> So, that's cool. Then on Monday, I'm going to be at Zany's in Nashville. New material Monday. It's like an 8 o'clock show, 7 o'clock show. I don't know. Check it out. Zany's, Monday, March the 6th. And then March the 9th. March the 9th. In Lexington, Kentucky. Comedy Off-Broadway. Two shows. 6 o'clock. 8 o'clock. It will be me and Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf is a, a nationally touring headliner. He's kind of a fucking big deal in comedy. New York Times bestseller. He was on Chelsea lately, and uh, I have been lucky enough to ride his coattails a time or two. Uh, and he's really thrown some opportunities my way. So, um, and one of them being Lexington next Thursday. So it'll be just he and I. I'll probably be doing like 20 to 25 minutes, and then he'll do I don't know how long. Sometimes he does like an hour and a half. It's pretty impressive. Um, so if you're around, go. Come see. Come on. Come on, and then I'll talk about it on the podcast or something. We'll make a memory, shake hands, I don't know. You should come out. All right, that's it. That's it for the podcast, you guys. I really appreciate you listening. 
We're at 24 minutes. 20, that was great. I'm congratulating myself. I think uh, I think we accomplished a lot today. Go out, go out, just have yourself a good fucking week. Go do it. Bye.